Hi. We've been thinking about the fact that most men would want to be remembered as men who are the real deal. In the Bible, this is described as displaying the fruit of the Spirit. And the Apostle Paul says the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness and self-control. In the last message, we looked at love and today we're going to be considering joy. Now, the first point I want to make is that we need to see the difference between joy and happiness because they are two different emotions. Happiness tends to be triggered by external stimuli. For example, when we score a goal in a football match or we get a present, we may get a quick burst of euphoria, but it can also rather quickly evaporate too. But joy is something which is produced internally from deep within us. It comes from who we are and who God is and not from what we get or what our circumstances are. The Apostle Paul wrote, Rejoice in the Lord always. Now you may be thinking, that's easy for Paul to say. He doesn't have the problems that I have. He doesn't live in the real world. Well, think again. When Paul wrote those words, he was in prison with no chance of getting out. For him, like it is with all of us, joy was a decision not a reaction to the circumstances that he was facing. It definitely wasn't a natural human reaction to the situation that he was faced with. But those were not just words or just a nice thought, rejoice in the Lord always. He experienced this joy even in prison. George Frederick Handel's eyesight was failing. He was facing the threat of dying in a debtor's prison because of a mountain of outstanding bills. His circumstances seemed hopeless. And yet, in the middle of this crisis, he was able to write his masterpiece, The Messiah, in just three weeks. He said the music literally came to him in a flurry of notes, and he credits its com composition and completion to one thing, joy. He is quoted as saying that he felt as if he would almost burst with joy, at what he was hearing in his mind and in his heart. And instead of dying, as he thought he would, he lived to see his oratorio become a cherished and popular work. And he also saw it succeed in raising vast sums of money for the poor and the destitute. It was joy that enabled him to succeed under the most difficult of circumstances. Jesus himself was a man of joy. Despite the images we often see of him in churches and books and paintings, he was a man of joy. He was enjoyable to be around. People loved being with him. In a book in the Bible called Hebrews, it says these words, that because of the joy that was set before him, the joy of knowing that what he was doing would result in millions of men and children being saved and having eternal life, it enabled him to endure the cross and to disregard all its shame. Jesus was a man of joy. As we've already said, this fruit is the product of the Holy Spirit, who comes to live in us when we give our lives to Jesus Christ as our Saviour and as our Lord. But we have to cooperate and walk in step with the Holy Spirit and allow him to do his work in us and make a daily choice to die to ourselves and what we'd like to do and feel in circumstances, and let the character of Jesus be demonstrated and thus grown in our lives. True joy 
calls for three things. Firstly, making a conscious choice to focus on God's goodness every single day. We often can't control our circumstances, but we can always control our attitude in them. As followers of Jesus, we know that God is for us, that nothing can separate us from him and his love, and that in the end, everything is going to work out all right. That's the first thing. Secondly, it calls for reaching out to bless others every chance that you get. Joy comes not from focusing on ourselves, looking inwardly, not on our own needs, but on the needs of others. Jesus said, it is more blessed to give than to receive. It's by giving away your life to others that you find it, that you find your purpose, and with it you find the joy that goes with helping other people. It gives you your reason for living, just like Jesus, helping others. That's number two. And then thirdly, the third thing is, listen to this, the joy of the Lord is your strength. Understanding that joy produces strength. And that explains why joy is the devil's primary target in your life. When you lose your joy, guys, you lose your strength and the devil wins. You were taken out. Joy. Joy is the spiritual and emotional fuel that keeps us going. It comes from the Holy Spirit and us cooperating with him. Yes, difficult times will come. Don't let anybody tell you differently. It's part of life. But the difference for the followers of Jesus is that we are able to push past the negative stuff because deep in our heart and mind, we know that Jesus has got everything covered. It's the faith of someone like my 98-year-old mother who can say to me, my life on earth is immortal until my work on earth is done. That's what real joy looks like. It's not walking around with a cheesy grin on your face and pretending there are no difficulties in your life, but it's choosing and carrying with you an inner calm and joy that comes from knowing that God is for you and that he is walking with you for eternity. Guys, the choice is yours. There are lots of grumpy old men out there even grumpy young men. When many people think of church and churchgoers, they often don't associate them with joy. In fact, joylessness is something many church folks are prone to indulge in. But having the fruit of joy is available to you if you are a follower of Jesus Christ. It's a fruit you can cultivate in your life. So, don't be a grumpy old man. Don't become a grumpy old man. Make a choice to be a man whose character is one of joy. Choose joy. Say every day, this is the day that the Lord has made. I will rejoice and be glad in it. And if you do live this way, you will have a real impact on those you meet every day. They will see that you are different. There's something different about you. Let me finish with the verses from Philippians chapter 2 in the Bible. Do everything without grumbling or arguing so that you may become blameless and pure. Children of God, without fault in a warped and crooked generation. Then, then you will shine among them like stars in the sky as you hold firmly to the word of life. Rejoice 
in the Lord always. Men, if you'd like to know more about living the Jesus way, the different way, you can contact me at gareth.pope at cvm.org.uk. Thank you for listening.